I feel like it's important to address a question that may be nagging in some people's mind, namely, why would you ever want to work with someone like me that's not a doctor, that's not a PhD, you know, not a not a highly educated intellectual or academic or whatever. And to answer that question, I suppose we we first have to examine another question is why has why have you not been able to get help with your health issue that you've had for three, six, twelve months, three years, five years, ten years. I I know people that had a health problem for a decade or more that their the system didn't help them in any way, shape or form. And those people were the lucky ones because they at least didn't make them worse, right? A lot of people will be made worse going for to the conventional paradigm when they have a chronic health problem. And the reason for that is basically because the current paradigm teaches doctors that basically disease is genetic in origin for the most part. There's very little that can be done. It will develop. It doesn't matter what you do, right? Things like nutrition, diet, and so on, lifestyle, environmental factors are paid almost no heed in medical school. And it's a well-known fact that doctors get you know hours or days or like a few weeks of nutrition training right so they're not taught how to build health they're not taught how to address issues at a deep level now there is plenty of amazing doctors uh, functional medicine doctors natural medicine practitioners and so on there's you know and i've interviewed some of these guys on and gals on my podcast so there's a lot of amazing doctors breaking out of this paradigm but what is this paradigm the paradigm is you wait until you have some type of problem health problem symptom head that could be a headache that could be a cancerous tumor that could be a heart attack or calcification of your arteries or you know something on your skin eczema psoriasis you wait until that happens then you go and you are diagnosed with something you have to be diagnosed because only then can you be given some type of treatment and what is that treatment usually most often that treatment is masking masking the symptoms so if you go let's say you have eczema you will get some type of corticosteroid to dampen the immune system to inhibit the immune system right to suppress it same same story with if it's psoriasis or if it's some type of inflammatory bowel disease or or, or asthma they they the treatment is suppressing the immune system right so to, to reduce the symptoms uh, you know if it's a headache just a simple simpler example if it's a headache 
you will be given ibuprofen, let's say. And there's nothing there's nothing wrong as such with wanting or receiving relief from your symptoms, right? Nobody if you have a headache, you don't want to be in pain, right? So but here's the thing. If you're given some medication for your headache and it goes away, great. But what if it comes back tomorrow? You keep taking the medication. You, know, you keep masking the symptom. And what happens is the underlying cause is not addressed, right? So that is obviously, when you think about it, when you look at it, that is obviously insanity. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So <clears throat> that is the, that is the current paradigm that we have been indoctrinated into. And I myself, for the longest time, would just wait until something goes wrong. And then you you know you you want to 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 fix fix the symptom, but um, as you probably as you can probably if you're the reason if you're on my website right, if you're watching this video, you probably have experienced this already, and you can see that really a futile sort of mission of just playing whack-a-mole with symptoms, right? So the reason you have not been helped is not because, you, the, you know, your practitioners don't want to help you. They want to help you, but they're hamstrung by their training, which for the most part, if it's an allopathic conventional paradigm, that training is, like I said already, diagnose, treat symptoms mostly. So they just are operating from an entirely different paradigm. Now, there's a big functional medicine movement and there's a lot of amazing doctors out there spreading the word. So, you know, the <clears throat> there is change. There is change brewing. But there's a lot of interest backing the current paradigm mostly by companies selling symptom masking chemicals for profit if you catch my drift right so it's not that your doctor or the the multiple doctors you've been to are ill-intentioned you know they are they do sincerely these, these guys and gals they go to medical school to help to help people you know so we can't necessarily fault them for not not having been taught how to how to actually help people they're they're only basically the only thing they've been taught is how to help the companies selling the sim the symptom masking chemicals for profit to pad their you know pockets their line their wallet to keep increasing the bottom line so what is the solution what is the solution it's actually a, a hell of a lot simpler than you may you may be let on to believe, right? So we're <clears throat> we kind of thought that the, 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 these diseases they're this sort of complex process, and they are they they are very complex processes, right? But we don't really need to understand the actual pathology of of how something is the pathophysiology and the the full all this etiology all these fancy sounding terms and so on we don't actually need to understand all of these uh, little links and mechanisms how 
how disease develops, what we need to do is understand how health develops. You know, this is the thing. We because, <clears throat> and I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to be too critical and so on of of doctors because again, the doctors are well intentioned people. They're just regular folks that want to help people, but it's the system that they operate in that indoctrinated, trained them, and they are now beholden to because a lot we know, especially in the USA, a lot of doctors are coming out of medical school with potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, right? And then if you're if you don't use the standard treatment for a specific condition you may not the insurance company may not reimburse you the the patient may file a complaint and so on so they're really hamstrung in what what they can do to help people right even if they wanted to or even if they were taught to which which by the way teaching teaching someone how to create health is quite a simple process right so th this is what i teach my clients how to do right how to create health in their body and to do that we use some functional lab testing to identify any blockages like major blockages in the metabolism the, uh, the uh, you know uh, potential challenge health challenges we also call them right that could be gut pathogens that could be some type of def uh, deficiencies toxicities um uh, hormonal imbalances right so once we know it's not again the, we, these lab tests we don't do the lab tests to diagnose anything to find something to, to and then to name it a disease doctors may want to do that but we given the current disease stats and trends especially in the western world given how how much worse everything is getting all the all the biggest killers, you know, from Alzheimer's to heart disease to cancer and so on and so on, everything is increasing, and somehow at the same time, the chemical producing companies' profits are increasing as well. So people are getting sicker, but those companies are making even more money. But you know, a lot of people are not connecting the two together right clearly something is not being something nefarious is going on there so to so to the first step is to identify blockages something in something getting in the way of the body expressing full health which can be nutrient deficiencies it can be toxicities it can be inflammation stressors uh, so many things R really the modern world has so many so many things that interfere with our optimal health uh, and optimal functioning if you if you remove those things even if a person is fairly in a, in a fairly um, poor state of health, they will naturally start gravitating towards, you know, whatever optimal function 
or optimal health their current uh, genetic potential will allow. So obviously a 70-year-old person has a certain pot health potential uh, as opposed to when they were 20 or 5 years of age. So and yeah, so the 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 first step is identify any serious blockages and and we do that with lab tests but not just with lab tests, you know. If you when, when I talk to somebody, usually in, in that first session that we do together, or even just looking at the, the intake forms that they complete, uh, which, which includes where, uh, what time do you wake up? Do you use an alarm? Uh, how many times a night do you wake up to pee? And how quickly do you fall asleep? And where is your Wi-Fi router? And, you know, just a, a ton of stuff, you know? Just that alone, talking to a person or even just looking at the intake forms, I'm already bursting with ideas on things we can optimize. Most people, not everybody, but most people just have an, an inordinate amount of low-hanging fruit. Diet, lifestyle, nutrition, light optimization, all that stuff, right? Even how you how you sit on the toilet, you know, so many people don't even don't even know <laughs> that for I think it's like fifteen dollars or whatever, you can buy it's called a squatty potty from Amazon. And you basically <clears throat> you, you you sit on the toilet <clears throat> and you kind of put your feet on it and uh, that just changes your whole biomechanics. So your your knees go up higher, you're almost like you're squatting to the ground. Like you're gonna take a dump, and but it, it, it's without the actual effort of squatting down to the ground and using all those muscles. You don't have to use the, the muscles fully, so it just changes the biomechanics, and it's it's really it's a really good for just intestinal health and having a, a nice healthy bowel movement, right? So that was a little bit of a digression, but just like simple things like that. So many of us. So many of us are missing these little things that one one of these things won't necessarily be a, a, a life-changing thing. But when, when we're talking about literally dozens of things, if you change like one thing this week, another thing next week, over you know six six months, how many weeks is that? Like 24 weeks. Imagine you just change one small little thing like that. You know, week one or week three, you, you know, you order some blue blocking glasses. Week four, you get a timer for your for your Wi-Fi router, router if you're in the States, for your Wi-Fi router that turns off between, let's say, midnight and 8 a.m. So... So for those hours, there's less radiation in your home. So many things, you know, uh, another, uh, you, when you get your paycheck, you spend 50 bucks on um, like a, a Faraday bag for your phone. So when, when your phone is nearby, you know, you can put it in a Faraday bag and it's not irradiating your balls or your uterus or something like that. So think about it, these tiny little changes accumulating over weeks and weeks and months and months where you will be in one, two, five, ten years. And um, so kind of went on a bit of a tangent there. But um, 
yeah so this is this is kind of this is the difference between work working going to a to a doctor to get a diagnosis and a and a, usually a prescription to mask symptoms as as uh, and the, that's the difference between that and then working with someone that underst understands the functional paradigm is we need to understand how to optimize uh, certain functions in the body and by doing so you will be able to uh, your body will be able to express better health so just to kind of make it less esoteric let's say someone has yeast overgrowth candida some type of gram negative bacteria overgrowth in just just addressing that alone improving gut function that way how much that would how, just thinking about the knock on the domino effect of that so doing that better digestion less inflammation in the gut less immune activation less endotoxin or lipopolysaccharide making it into the bloodstream causing further inflammation so less even more even less even more less inflammation if that even makes sense which includes neuroinflammation right it, it it can include vascular or endothelial inflammation that can contribute to atherosclerosis and that this is just by improving gut function then we can talk about liver function you know improving that because the nutrients most you know the, the proteins the carbs some of the fats that you eat most of the you know a large majority of the nutrients you eat have to be processed through the liver so um, in the usa 30 percent of people have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and then there's a bunch that have non-alcoholic steato hepatosis and just people's livers are like a literal third of Americans' livers are in bits. So there's so many, so many things that we can do to, to improve a person's health that have nothing to do with diagnosing anything, you know, or or or, or treating the symptoms, right? I'm not, again I'm not saying I'm not saying there's anything wrong if you have a, an ache or a pain or let's say let's say you're severely constipated right or not severely but let's say you you take a poop twice a week that's clearly not normal so if someone is talk uh, if i'm talking to someone like that that is not pooping uh, or is pooping twice a week clearly i'm not going to let that person continue <laughs> living in that in, suffer like that i'm going to give them tools to decongest themselves but at the same time we're going to figure out why right so uh, this is actually a good example if you can if you if you're um if you're of the symptom treating ilk or um what's the word i'm trying to find it's very late in the day here if you're of the symptom treating propensity let's say <clears throat> you're constipated you go to the pharmacy and they'll give you like Senna or some other, um, you know, whatever. Um, not they're not Senna is kind of a herbal thing, but whatever medication for constipation, laxative, 
that that that's one way to quickly solve the problem you know for the next time or you, you know you can continue taking that laxative every time you have that problem right but but what if we did a stool test we figured out the lay of the land is there is there some type of dysbiosis is there some type of imbalance is there potentially an overgrowth of certain bacteria that can cause you know inflammation and so on and so on and we can look at the diet could there be some foods in the diet contributing to this we can look at hydration we can look at there not not that's not to say you shouldn't go to your doctor if this if if it's something this serious you should absolutely go to the doctor for their checks there i'm not saying we should completely exclude the medical system right they're really good for for emergency care for scans for you know for certain tests uh for i uh, you know sometimes you need a colonoscopy sometimes it could be cancer sometimes the best thing to do is to take antibiotics the literal best thing that you can do is to take antibiotics sometimes so you can still do that but if they can't help you and they're only providing you symptom relief then someone more functionally inclined would look at like i said you know the lay of the land in terms of the the gut ecology the you know the, the the diet content stress levels a bunch of other things so the idea then is instead of giving the person some kind of laxative to manage the issue let's fix the entire gastrointestinal system's functioning address any imbalances or whatever and then that person will just start pooping more regularly so it's really i know it's it seems oversimplified or whatever but I, i'll give you an example i had one client she god bless her she was so good about tracking the diet and, and all that stuff so she before we even had her initial consultation she started tracking her diet and the journal also you you can optionally track your so it's the food and mood journal so you can track how you feel before and after the meal and and so we can see we can actually really zero in on what foods are making you feel like crap a lot of people don't because we are so rushed our lives are so stressful a lot of people don't actually have time to reflect oh my god every time i eat xyz food i feel like crap maybe not that day but the next morning or the next day whatever so anyway so i looked at her <laughs> i think it was just one week maybe i i just couldn't i couldn't help myself because i was like okay i'll bring up these things uh, these things that we could optimize at the initial consultation but i could see she was suffering because she was also putting in the how she was feeling so gas bloat blah 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 <clears throat> so i just told her you know Im- please immediately <laughs> try to stop eating these particular foods and yeah she stopped so naturally the the journal didn't contain until we met the journal didn't contain any of those sort sort of horrible oh i felt horrible after this one and that so anyway we did the initial consultation i i just t- told her let's just try these several foods for like a week or two at least and then 
that first week, bare, zero, zero gut complaints, zero bloat, zero pain, zero gas, and so on, right? So it's these things we are kind of led to believe are super complicated. You know, autoimmune disease and all these things, right? There's so many mechanisms and the metabolic derangements and stuff like that. So we're like, oh my God, you know, we have to, we have to appeal to authority. Only they know how to fix it. And unfortunately, again, the, the way to fix it is just to mask the symptoms. But the thing is, if you, again, going back to very simple concepts here, and I think Hippocrates, maybe he, 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 he got this stuff without all without all of this technology now so you know back in the day people people used to get it i think some people did get it because he he would say things like all disease begins in the gut right so when you think about it, it autoimmunity a lot of skin problems so so many problems are actually when you kind of you can pinpoint them to the gut so if you just focus on getting the person's gut uh function improved it's it's a simple thing but so many other things and ancillary things seem to go away like headaches or food sensitivities and just a bunch of other different things go away right so it's a lot of these things are actually quite simple removing the inflammatory the the stressors the the detrimental things and then adding a bunch of the the good stuff which many of us are missing so vitamins minerals amino acids protein enough carbohydrates the healthy fats then obviously removing the horrible fats and so on and so forth so it's literally it's a game of adding the right things that the, maybe the modern world has taken out and then removing a lot of the bad stuff which the modern a lot of it is the modern world's doing so it's about knowing what the particular person's current needs are to to unblock whatever part of the metabolism and get there get them to the next level that's kind of it i think i'll i'll end it here um thanks for tuning in